Welcome to another episode of Soul Searcher with Natalie Brown. This is your journey to spiritual enlightenment and soul alignment and I'm so excited to share more of my wisdom, more of my love and to lead and serve with love and to be able to help you create the life that you absolutely love. Hi everybody and welcome to another episode of Soul Searcher. Today, I am joined by the gorgeous Cherise Drouet, and she has been one of these beautiful people that I met probably about two or three years ago now, and she shared her story, and I really felt her energy, and I knew that she was a special, special lady, and that she has gone through so much, and I have been watching her journey unfold, and I can tell you She's got a story to tell that will inspire so many people. So I'm so happy to have you here today. And I'm so excited to see where this conversation is going to take us today as we are going to talk about letting go of intensity, learning just to be, self-healing, and also talk about your self-healing journey as such. So welcome. Oh, thank you, Natalie. Um your introduction nearly made me cry. Oh, <laughs> Thank you. And yeah, I'm super, super grateful and blessed to be here with you. Um, yeah, so I guess to speak into my journey, my journey has very much been a one of, um, I believe that we all came to earth and we chose <laughs> the life experiences that we were going to experience in order to fulfill a purpose, our calling on this planet. And so for me, my, my journey from a really early age was very much a one of, um, you know, trauma and pain. Um, although I've got to say, um, nowadays I can speak speak into it from an empowered place rather than the place that I was in which is super powerful and that's that's where the magic and the healing happens when you can share that story with others um so for me um at the age of 22 I was diagnosed with CPTSD and I was actually suicidal at the time um I was getting flooded with um suppressed memories from my childhood so um I'd Basically, just to put it in a nutshell, when I was five years old, my parents got divorced and I had to choose which parent I wanted to live with um, on, Yeah, at court, which was quite much for, you know, little me to, <laughs> to comprehend um, and handle. And so about a year later, I had this skin condition, which um, I was told was due to the traumatic event. Um, where I got a white patch on my nose um, and the kids were bullying me. They were calling me puppy dog. And then they migrated to around my eyes and I was the panda bear. And then as it kept spreading and I was 95%, um, you know, white with no pigment, um, I just became the ugly girl. And so, and I was known as the ugly girl for probably the next 10, 15 years. No one really referred to me as my name. Um, and so a year after that, my parents decided that it would be best to put me into a private school um, to escape all that was happening um, to me. And in that private school, I was meant to be safe, but I was actually sexually abused by seven older boys. Um, so for me, it's very much been a journey of, I feel like I might've just donned an invisibility cloak <laughs> and wanted to hide away from the world. And 
and I wore it for a long, a lot of my life. I'm 35 now. I'm finally almost out of it. I'm going to admit there's still work to be do, to be done there, and I feel like it is an ongoing journey. Um, but yeah, when I was 22, um, I was suicidal. My friend found me, and she was my guardian angel, basically, that rescued me from the moment. And I ended up going to a 10-day silent um, meditation retreat, of a passionate meditation retreat, and it literally saved my life. So that's kind of where I suppose my journey of healing actually really started, that journey of growth and healing. It's a journey of acceptance and coming home to that space of acceptance that it's okay to be me just like I am. And that's kind of where... And I feel the journey of self-healing very much starts at that point where you go, okay, well, I no longer can sit within this energy or this feeling that I am not good enough, that I'm not feeling worthy. Mm. And in this moment, you're searching for something else. You're searching to connect with that deeper space within you. And that's when self-healing can happen. When we stop looking outside of us, we stop looking at everyone else. And it's interesting that you say you went to a silent retreat because that made you go within. Oh, a hundred percent. Like, um, you know, my awareness heightened and I really recognized the magic in, you know, being the observer as well and just not having that automatic reaction to everything and being able to sit back and go, okay, hang on a minute, you know, and to be able to really, I guess, shift your perspective and open your mind up to um, possibilities as well. Yeah. You said to me before we started, you said you had to do the inner work first. You had to, to get to that point of enlightenment as such, you had to release the density. You had to do the inner work. And a lot of people don't realize that. They look outside of them. They look at other people and they go, well, surely they've got all this shit together. Okay, <laughs> and so should I. But that's yeah. how it works. Every single person, we have our own journey. And the work that I'm doing I am still unfolding every single day. It's okay for us to pretend that we are okay when we're not, but mm -hmm. how long is that going to really work for us? How long is that going to make us feel whole? And right now in the energy that we're sitting in as such with the universe supporting our evolution, our growth, our healing and our expansion, there is no getting away from it we yeah. just have to get to that point where we go enough is enough yeah yeah and I feel when you do that in a work as well you can really you can really start to see how um, as you were saying your past doesn't define you but you can really start to see how those those hard times or you know those those real challenges that because no one can escape a, you know a challenge in life we've all got you know we've all got a story um but you really start to see how the strengths you know the strengths that you can harness from that um you know the com the compassion the love the the being able to connect with people at a deeper level that so much beauty and being able to see the things that you might necessarily have kind of chosen 
<laughs> in the sense of this human journey um, for yourself. It's an experience that you go through and it's a feeling. It's not something that you can actually put into words. Mm -hmm. Your journey is very, very difficult. And a lot of my clients say to me, well, where do I start? How do I start healing? By simply acknowledging your story is one of the biggest things. And then checking in, tuning in and seeing which parts of your story are you believing that's actually been made up or been, you know, put in there or placed there by someone else. Yes, your experiences are very real. Mm. They are super real, right? Mm. However, we can choose a new way. We can choose to be enlightened through that and tap into the strength that it gives us. I will never forget. There was one lady that came to me. She had scarlet fever from a very mm. young age. It was debilitating for her. She, she told me her story and she is this incredibly strong, beautiful woman. Mm. And I said to her, look at what you have achieved. Despite all the pain, despite all the nastiness, despite all the people that told you that you are not going to be successful or that you're not going to get through it, look at you now. Mm. So powerful. <laughs> Yeah, I feel I feel within that healing journey as well. What's just popping up for me as well is as you become more aware and you you really return to the essence of who you are and you say enough is enough, that's when you really start to hold firm boundaries as well, which I feel, you know, boundaries and also forgiveness. Forgiveness was a big part of my, you know, journey having had childhood trauma. Um yeah, just just being able to not just forgive others, but forgive even myself for the emotions that I was holding because I for a long time I wasn't able to face them. Um, but yeah, forgiveness is just so powerful for release as well, you know, and, and not to suppress the emotions as you say, as you were saying earlier, but to actually be able to sit with them and just have loving curiosity towards what's surfacing. Um, that's how you release things, right? Exactly. There's no more hiding from your emotions. There's no more putting them away and saying, I'll deal with them later. That's mm -hmm. in essence. And I, I always talk about this, what's happening in a, on a vibrational level is that the frequencies of light are vibrating against the, the dense energy. And it's vibrating everything up to the surface, coming through our emotions, yes. our thought processes are, you know, in, even in our dream state, it's really coming up to be released, to be healed. Mm. And so what was the first thing that you did, Cherise? I suppose if you could pinpoint like the moment, that aha moment where the pin dropped for you. And your self-healing journey yeah I definitely feel the the meditation center was the first pivotal moment um it was definitely when I started to see that you know the pain actually gave me a purpose and that perhaps I chose to have an accelerated human journey to begin with so that I could learn a lot of lessons quite fast <laughs> Um, and then I could be of higher service to others. So um, 
Yeah, that was definitely the first. And then for me, I guess, um, as I went on this healing journey, because this, what I've come to realize is that, uh, and this is speaking into what you were saying earlier, um, Natalie, but um, my human experience journey and the spiritual path for me have kind of been along alongside each other, but I couldn't actually fully embrace the um, spiritual gifts that I had which I had actually suppressed since I was 12 years old until I'd done that in a work and almost evolved to a, to a point where I actually could embrace those gifts. Yes, yeah, definitely. Every time you release density, every time you heal a part of you or every time a layer peels away and you reveal the next layer because we're made up of many layers, it allows us to bring in so much more light into our being, which then activates those keys, those codes within us that's already there, that's just been dormant, waiting for us to go, okay, we're ready. And then yeah. that's when that next level can unfold. And then we have another level of expansion, another level of healing and upgrades that happen from that. And so it's always like I'm on a roller coaster. I feel like I'm always on a roller coaster, right? This healing roller coaster where things are just going up and down. It doesn't bother me. I, I know that it's just part of my life. It's another cycle. It's another upgrade. It's another beautiful unfolding. And I witness it with gratitude. Yes, yes, that totally resonates. Yeah. <laughs> on when we were talking just before we started this podcast, I pulled some cards and I want to talk about these cards. And it's interesting because this is the second time the same cards jumped out. And the first one that jumped out was rest and rejuvenation. Mm. So as we and a lot of people don't even know that, but we are going through mass healing or on a mass scale as um, humanity through receiving the light codes from the universe. It is literally healing us. It's helping us to transform on a cellular level, DNA, everything is changing for us. We are holding more light. Mm. And what is that? frequency of light what is that light it's love yes. it is love and so any healing process needs a process of integration and that's where the rest rejuvenation comes in and it's mm -hmm. so important if you do not give your time yourself time and space to rest and integrate all the healing that you're receiving you know, you might find that your tastes change, that you're not eating certain foods, that things are shifting for you or you sl your sleeping patterns are changing. It's just about knowing that it's okay to rest. You don't have to go and do the washing. You don't have to go and cook dinner. You don't have to do anything. It's about really prioritizing your energy, your frequency, your vibration right now. Mm. Yeah, that's so resonating as well. Um, again, boundaries comes into that as well, doesn't it? Um, what I've what I've been really feeling um, because you do have some physical symptoms. I feel you know with with these shifts that are happening at the cellular level. So for me, it's been I haven't been as hungry. <laughs> like, 
I, I, I almost, um, and I crave really, you know, I crave foods that are closer to mother nature. Um, but also I've been getting called more and more into nature. So I, I love just being sitting in a forest or in the bush and it just, it almost just not like you feel like you're being called home. Yes. Like, and you just feel instantly grounded and held mm. and it's just beautiful. And yeah, I, I guess what I, I feel like sitting in nature actually teaches you a lot about surrendering. It does. And it's such a beautiful space to heal. Mm. And when we're sitting in nature, we are being held by the energies of love and it's okay. It's safe for us to surrender. It's safe for us, you know, to take in the beauty and through that beauty and letting in more of that beauty that surrounds you, you know, the, the beautiful sky, the trees, whatever you're sitting in within that energy, it's okay mm. to then say, it's safe to be me. It's okay for me to let go in this space. And, yeah. and another thing that's coming up for me is about how resilient nature is. Mm -hmm. How resilient. It teaches us how to surrender, but also how to be resilient. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah and it just teaches you doesn't it that um that everything is impermanent as well mm. you know so when yeah this is this is linking back to it's it's funny because eh? when you were talking about the roller coaster I was literally seeing myself on waves <laughs> and and the funny thing is I actually spoke about this to my partner which might make you giggle a bit but um I I'm a self-taught swimmer and like I can't really swim I can doggy paddle but my doggy paddle is like pro level oh, yes. <laughs> yeah so like we when we went for a swim last summer I was like ah but you can't like doggy paddle like a jet ski can you I can like do it really quickly and I've literally just been like feeling lately that I'm on these massive like waves and <laughs> just trying to doggy paddle really hard <laughs> yeah keeping your head above water yeah a lot of people are feeling that and if you're listening to this and it's resonating and landing for you know that we are all kind of riding this wave okay we're all on this roller coaster we're strapped in we don't even know where this roller coaster is going right now. <laughs> okay. We don't know where these waves are going to take us, but we know and that we trust. And that's the thing. It's about surrendering, trusting, listening to that inner voice and knowing that, you know what, if you stay in your frequency of love, if you raise your vibration above this feeling of conscious um, fear I suppose mm. from humanity as well, you know, the energy that we're feeling consciously yeah. um, around. And especially if you're sensitive to energy, you can really feel the fear and you can feel the, the uncertainty and everything. If you yeah. do whatever you can to raise your frequency above that, then you're yeah. going to be surfing that wave like a <laughs> <boat>. Okay. <laughs> Even if it is doggy paddling. <laughs> doggy paddling <laughs> I fully yeah I fully agree as well though like thinking thinking back as well um like it's it's again it's coming back to that external almost external validation and external focus is like when you're focused inwards um your your frequency is just naturally high you know it's it's vibing with joy and love and peace and gratitude because that is our it's our natural um vibration it's 
it's more when we start to focus too much on yeah what's going on around us that's when it kind of gets a bit you know it gets lowered and it is really quickly for us to move into that lower vibrational state you know when we and the thought processes play such a huge part in this when we watch the media we watch the news we scroll through social media and we like oh my gosh this is something horrible that happens very very quickly and instantly we can lower our frequency through just simply watching these horrible things or watching these um, highlights or things that happen in the news mm. and so I always say to people right now you don't want to be sitting in that frequency you want to remove yourself away from that and I actually see a lot of people especially like I said to you I don't feel like being on social media because every time I look at social media I just see something else horrible that's happened and it's not mm -hmm. that I'm oblivious to what's going on I totally am in the know but I choose to not let it affect me I choose to not let it pull my frequency down by really getting immersed in that story as such mm -hmm. you know um yeah. there is so much out there and what I can say, especially for people out there that's listening, in this moment, it is really important to listen to your gut. Listen yes. to your gut. If you feel like something is not right, 99.9%, it's not right. Okay, so if you're reading a story or listening to the news or you're speaking to someone and you just feel like, uh-uh, something's not quite right, then you know, don't do it. Don't listen to what they're saying or, or put your protective light around you and say, this is not me. This is not where I'm vibrating at. Mm. Or just remove yourself completely from that frequency. Mm. Yeah. What do mm. you do to protect your energy? Ah, so I, I kind of do a, I guess, a grounding practice where I am um, envision um like for me it's a tree like I envision my legs turning into roots and then I'm going straight into the earth and the core and then from the core I imagine like a fire coming up my um my roots and almost like smudging away all the negativity <laughs> beautiful yeah it smudges that away and clears all the negative negativity and then I almost imagine um like I visualize and feel into this beautiful um yeah this beautiful light shield <laughs> that's around me yes and it's mm -hmm. so important as part of the self-healing journey Every time we heal, like I said, you know, we talked about releasing those layers or peeling away the layers. We are actually left very exposed energetically because it's vulnerable. Those wounds are exposed. It's, it's open. And how I teach people is to when you taking something out, you need to replace it with something. So when a wound is there, you're not going to leave it just open and exposed, okay? You're going to put a bandage on it or you're going to put some beautiful solve or something in it and you're going to allow it to heal through that. And I always see this opening or this unfolding of these wounds as a time where we can bring in more love and love heals all. Mm. And so 
whenever you're healing, when you're going through the healing process and you're feeling vulnerable, call into your energy, the energy of love, you know, call mm -hmm. in the feeling of love, love yourself, hold your, put your hand on your heart and say, I love myself and I accept myself and I'm here for myself right now in this moment of healing, of transformation and just feel the energy. And you can imagine it as a color as well. And so the other thing that's really important is to protect your energy as energy beings, humans having, you know, or energy beings having a human experience as such, we right now have to do this as a daily practice because mm. there are shadows out there. there. There is darkness out there that is attracted to vulnerability right now. And so it's super important to be able to cleanse ground and protect your energy. And you can simply say, you know, bring awareness to your energy and say, I release all energy that is not my own. Right now in this moment, I release all energy that is not for my highest, greatest good. There's many, many different ways, but it's about being consciously aware of doing it on a daily basis. When you're in someone else's frequency, when you're sharing energy with someone else and you're feeling a bit yuckies afterwards, then it's very easy for you to release that energy by being mm. aware of that something's changed, something's different, right? Yeah. And so I definitely feel like as part of your self-healing journey, it's not just the healing part, but it's the cleansing, the grounding, the protecting, the awareness. It's so much more than just the healing part. And then it's okay. also being open to receive new light codes, being willing mm. and giving yourself permission really to let go of those things that's not feeling good for you anymore. Mm. Yeah. Yes. yes. Well, it's a journey of unlearning, isn't it? It that's the thing. <laughs> that's what it's that's what just popped up to me. It's like, you know, through our life we pick up all these pieces of identity externally or what's been put on us or what we've learned. And and it really you just get to a point in life where enough is enough again. And you're just releasing and, yeah, unlearning everything that you've learned so that you can remember. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's, it's, it's really interesting because what I found as well is, um, you know, the more that you, you do your inner work and the more that you return to the, the true essence and start sh showing up as your fullest expression, um, you do just that, you know, the people that are vibrating at similar frequencies, they do just gravitate towards you and you find each other. And so <laughs> synchronicity. <laughs> You're not alone. And I think that's a worry that a lot of people have, especially light workers. You know, if you're listening and you're just stepping out there, or maybe you're in a light working business and you uh, feel that you stuck in creating your tribe. I really invite you to look at your frequency, your vibration. What are you vibrating at? What's your truth that you're sharing? Are you sharing your truth? Are you sharing your full truth or are you hiding something because there's still judgment of self or self-worth issues or anything happening for you there that needs to be healed and be released because you will attract the tribe you know, that needs you at that moment that resonates with you on an energetic level as well. And that really, when you speak, they hear the truth that they need to hear within them. 
and um it might just mean that you need to adjust something that you just need to change something or change your frequency or perhaps there's someone that's showing up for you and vibrating against you and it's it's really triggering you or it's really making you feel not worthy then it's time for you to acknowledge that that still needs to be healed mm. yes uh, and it's 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 interesting because um and that being said um and you asking me you know when it was a period of life um about with the intensity and surrendering um it actually happened recently um probably the biggest the biggest period of intensity and I guess that's the same for a lot of people having you know this pandemic um is when we were in lockdown I felt like I I instantly went inwards because I had all that space around me and you know you can go out and there's just no distractions and noise which is amazing um but what I found for me was I I found myself almost constantly in this death cycle <laughs> of like things surfacing and then that was released and then the deeper level surfaced and it was it was quite constant for me so in a way it was hard but it was also a very like a, a beautiful process of alchemy you yeah. know and um the interesting thing about that was we came out of the lockdown and I thought right okay everything's back to normal let's go and then I started socializing again and I just couldn't shake the heaviness. I was like, I'm still dying. What's going on? And I said to Ben, you know, I said to my partner, Ben, I need to go back into my little cocoon, my little chrysalis. And I just need to sit, sit with what's going, like what needs to surface. And that was when, um, and that was only a few months ago. That was when I heard very clearly, like, you know, these spiritual gifts that you've been suppressing and you've been hiding, like, that's what you need to embrace now. And you can't show up as your fullest expression until you do that. And, <laughs> and it was interesting because for me, I was like, okay, I'm ready. I'm open. Like, I just felt like I had to do something really huge, though, like a big declaration to the universe um, to almost be taken seriously. <laughs> <laughs> that was my thought process at the time. So um, speaking of social media, I actually, and it terrified me, it absolutely terrified me. And um, I felt so much resistance, like putting out, I'm going, I'm like, I'm coming out of the spiritual closet post. Mm -hmm. And like speaking about that, that journey um, of almost feeling and that was me, me afraid, you know, being afraid of judgment, because when I first started you know, really, I guess these gifts really surfacing within me of being able to see spirits and other beings. I wasn't in a country or a place, you know, that um, I was able to express it or find guidance around it. So for me, um, you know, loved ones were telling me that I would be deemed as crazy. So for me, it was always a, oh no, everybody's going to think I'm absolutely mental. Um, so I had so much resistance and it's interesting because for me, it wasn't, it wasn't just a Facebook post, you know, it was, it was something so much bigger. It was like a declaration to the universe, but I just found it so interesting that, um, that post that I was so afraid of posting, like my heart was pounding, <laughs> but I posted it and like, because I was showing up in my fullest expression, 
it was like the most love I'd ever received. And then you get all these messages, these beautiful messages of I've been in this place too. And you come to realize that, yeah, we're never alone. We're never alone. And so many people resonated with that post because you know what? You had the guts, you had the balls to put that post out there and stand in your vulnerability and actually share your story and share who you were. And a lot of people resonated with that, but they haven't yet got there. And so you are the light, you are the leader you know, using your light, you are shining. And that's what light leaders are all about. That's what I say to my clients. It doesn't mean that you have to necessarily be a celebrity. Simply by sharing your story, by sharing something really, really vulnerable and not simple, but vulnerable and exposed and truth. That is how you shift people. That is how you heal, how you heal yourself and also others. Because what happened when you shared that there was another layer of confidence and courage that opened up for you that you didn't even know that you had, but now you know, and also that love that you receive from others. And so I really invite light leaders and light workers, healers, mystics, you know, mediums, channels. If you're listening to this podcast, I invite you, if you're feeling afraid, if you're feeling exposed, if you're feeling unsure about what is about to unfold for you. You can feel the calling within you. You can feel that kind of, you know, feeling of excitement, um, which is edging on fear, <laughs> okay? You can feel that. Please, please just take the first step. Don't be afraid to take that first step and just say, this is me. This is me. Because through that process of acknowledging who you are, you will receive so much love. And those people that do not resonate with you, they might, you know, write a comment that's horrible, but then you're like, okay, thank you so much for showing me that I've planted the seed and that person is not yet at that level where they're here ready to receive this frequency or this vibration and they've mm. got some healing to be done. Mm. And it's a beautiful, beautiful way of just stepping out and saying, this is me. It doesn't have to be all singing and dancing and, you know, the whole shebang with you coming out yeah. and having all your ducks in a row. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. <laughs> no. And it's so interesting, isn't it? Because um, I feel like that's the process that, that people think is the right process is like, I have to have everything mapped out. But actually, when you take the first step um, and you step into that frequency and that, uh, you know, that alignment the next step then becomes it, it actually makes itself visible to you and becomes clearer yes um yes. yeah how would you know what to do if you if you always just stay in the same place how would you know what's out there for you if you always just stay within that space of fear okay from mm -hmm. from that space of fear it is it is this energy that can move you forward once you take that first step and you leave the comfort of your safety blanket, right? Then there's so much more that can open up for you. There's so many more opportunities available for you. So many more loving relationships that can unfold for you. Yeah. And I feel like this is where um, being, you know, really tapping into your intuition and listening to your soul's whispers is so important because there's also you know, there's, there's also a huge difference between that, you know, that gut wrenching, heavy um, fear 
and like resistance because you're leaving your comfort zone right Mm -hmm. um there's you know they they say um anxiety and excitement have the same physiological response and I I really do feel it at times um but when you're when you're able to tap into your intuition and listen you can really you can really start to see the difference there and how you know, I, I've got to say like the biggest things and the most magical things that have happened in my life have happened when I've actually gone through the resistance. Yes. Um, and it could have been so easy for me to go, ah, I'm scared. I'm running away, you know? Um, but the reality is, you know, if you really want to live a life that you desire and, you know, grow and heal and be of higher service to others, then it's going to require some discomfort. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing that because there is no life out there that is filled with bliss and abundance and joy without you having experienced the other side, the dark side, okay? Mm -hmm. And it just happens like that. That's just how it needs to be. There is this yin and yang, you know, black and white balance that needs to happen. And so it is a beautiful experience of returning back to self, but it's not an easy experience. And I want you to realize that don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on yourself because you are simply stepping one little step at a time closer to that higher frequency, that higher vibration, that higher version where you actually go, oh my gosh, now I'm feeling in flow and now I can share my magic, my wisdom, I can share myself without even worrying about it. And believe Mm. me, that took me a good four years to work through that process of now feeling like I'm in flow. And yes, the people out there judgment was a big thing for me you know Mm -hmm. judgment was a huge thing for me because I grew up in a very Christian family um there was seeing spirit like I used to have things sit on my legs when I was very young and have orbs in my room and see spirit in my room and feel them around me I could Mm -hmm. never talk about any of those things because Mm -hmm. I was worried that people would think I was crazy because I could see all this stuff and I could feel all this stuff, right? So for a long time, I was hiding behind the perception of what other people thought of me instead of actually stepping out there and going, this is me. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I did that, I realized other people felt exactly the same as me. They've been hearing that calling of their soul. And you mentioned, you know, listen to your intuition. What is that intuition? It's your soul speaking through you, wanting you to listen, you know, steering the way and being the compass that's guiding you on your journey, your earth journey here. Mm. Yeah, so powerful. Yeah. (laughs) So I want to talk about another couple of cards that jumped out earlier on before we carry on with our conversation. And this one came through, which was financial constraints. And when I sat within the energy of this, what came through for me right now is to create this balance. We need to be able to give and receive. Okay. So Mm -hmm. yes, we've gone through COVID-19. Yes, we're still sitting in the thick of it. However, this is not the time to hold on to your cash and go, I'm not going to give anything. I'm not going to spend anything. I'm not going to do anything. It's not a time where, because that is blocking the energy. So money is love. 
and allowing that love to flow to you and into you by staying open, keeping your frequency open to receive, receive abundance, receive joy, because money creates joy. Money is joy. It's the highest mm -hmm. frequency of love. Mm -hmm. What came up for you, Cherise, when this card jumped out? Yeah, so um, what's surfacing for me is my own journey with money. Um, so it took, me, it took me quite a while to realize that money is actually a huge part of the spiritual journey. <laughs> you know, it's an energy because I feel like um, I was brought up very much with the with the um the mindset of you know to have money is um possibly associated with greed or you know all these negative um stories that I had around money and um I think you know the money mindset and even the energy that you hold around money is really important to almost challenge that if you need to because then you do see it as the magical resource that it is and how it just yeah it's as you said, it's love, you know, it's, 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 it holds so much high frequency within it. Um, and when you hang on to it, like I've, I've always felt that the more that you give, the more you open up to receive, and yeah. then the more you can give again. And that's, yeah. that's just a beautiful, um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you see um, celebrities and people out there and people that have really doing the, mass work if I can call it that on a mass scale as such yeah. right you see those people and they they give a lot look at Tony Robbins you know he gives so much and and he receives so much and I believe mm. that one thing especially for me because I grew up as well in that mindset that money doesn't grow on trees that's what basically I grew up with you know mm -hmm. you have to work hard to get money and what I realize it's simply a vibration. You just need to change your frequency and tune in to receiving, tune in to being on that frequency of where you allowing money to flow into your life. And so mm. right now, do not allow these financial constraints that you're feeling, do not allow those to dictate your life, your desires, your frequency. You can have it all. You are it all. You are that frequency of love. And by simply raising your frequency and saying, I give myself permission to receive. I'm open to receive. Abundance flows to me with ease and grace. That's the energy that you need to sit in right now. And then so the next card that popped out was the fourth chakra, Archangel Raphael, which is the heart card. And so a lot of heart healing happening in this moment for so many people like i said there is a mass healing process underway and it has been you know for quite a while and so many people receive healings in different ways and different methods and and integrate this healing in different ways but when you open up your heart when you connect with that beautiful heart space your soul space that inner temple in a kingdom, someone said recently on one of my other podcasts, returning to the inner kingdom, that's what it is. It's opening up and really sitting within that beautiful heart space to receive more healing, receive more love, connect deeper with your higher self, connect more with what it is that your soul's calling you into your purpose, into your mission, 
you have come here, you've contracted as a soul to be here at this time because you have a specific mission and purpose. Mm. Each of us have that. And so it's about connecting back in through the heart, healing through the heart, receiving through the heart, connecting through into that beautiful source energy, that frequency of love so that you can get clear, get more clarity about what it is that your soul's calling you to do. Mm, yeah. And um, what I'm feeling into is also, you know, with this, with those of us that do our line of work is we are such givers, you know, where we're constantly giving and um, sometimes like one of the biggest lessons that, well, one of my biggest lessons was really learning how to open myself up to receive mm. um, being a giver, you know, and it's, it's, it's really important. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay to receive for your work, your sacred work. It's okay to give, but it's okay to also receive and get paid for your sacred work. It's okay to, you know, it's not in the money. The money doesn't um, hold, there's no value in that. It's about creating the frequency, the energy, the outcome. What can you bring to the table in terms of what transformations can you bring for people that really help them shift and heal and transform in a way. And then that is invaluable. That is the thing yeah. that's invaluable. Yeah. But you also, every single person holds a, a certain frequency or certain vibration about how much they can charge for their work. And you'll feel when you're out of alignment with that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So really sit within the energy of, what is it that, how can I serve? In which way can I serve in a greater way? And then that frequency, when you're serving, when you're just giving, and then you'll receive abundantly. So mm. that's creating the balance. Yeah, and also being able to give to yourself, you know, to receive from yourself, um, whether it be love or, or even like investing in yourself that's coming up as well. Mm. You know, it's, it's often you know, we don't have much resistance when we're just buying things, but then if we're, if we're doing something for ourselves and investing in our own growth and or healing or yeah, our journey, then some resistance does come up. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, something else that's popped up for me now is, you know, you're like, oh, I've done it. I don't need to learn anything more. I've done it. You know, what else can they teach me? <laughs> and, and it's almost having this resistance around, I'm the teacher, especially light workers. They're so used to, to giving that they're definitely not in that position to receive. And they go, well, how can that person teach me anything else? Because I've done it all. I've had 20 million different types of healing. I can teach 20 million different types of modalities. And they're just not open to receive. You know what? We are always students always 100 yeah. even me as a teacher I am always a student and I got slapped down a couple of times well more <sighs> than a couple of times through spirit saying come on you know stop being the teacher and actually be the student because that's mm -hmm. how you grow how you give yourself love how you learn how you expand mm. <laughs> yeah always always learning it's yeah. it's a it's a journey yeah a oh. journey. 
Well, Sharice, I know that we can talk forever and a day, but it's been <laughs> an amazing conversation and it's taken us places and spaces that I believe yeah. always guided through spirit and to bring forward the best messages for those that's listening. And, you know, I really wish you so much love and light. I know that you are moving and I hope that all goes well for you. So She's going to, still going to be in New Zealand, but she's moving to Taranga. So <laughs> just a, surfing the waves, <laughs> surfing those waves <laughs> and yeah. riding the roller coaster. And my loves, if you have any questions, if you want to learn more and if you, you know, if this podcast has really landed for you, you're resonating with this message today, feel free to get in touch with myself or Sharice. I'll put the link below this. And I hope that you have an amazing day wherever you are. And Sharice, thank you for your presence and your love and your messages today. Yeah, if we've got a quick moment, I'd love to sing something that was channeled through recently. Beautiful, that would be amazing. <laughs> okay. Open up your heart, feel it's my Breathe into the joy and love and expand it out to the world. We are powerful beyond measure. We just need to tap in to remember. We are powerful beyond measure. We can heal the world. Oh. My goodness, I have goosebumps all over right now. <laughs> that was so beautiful. How powerful those words. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that with us today. Oh, I'm going to go have to shave my legs again because I literally have goosebumps everywhere. <laughs> Oh, bless you. Um, my lovely, please shine your light. Follow Cherise. She's created some beautiful song medicine and magic recently um on youtube i know you put it on youtube haven't you yeah it's much a hurry moon child yes okay so we'll share that link as well and you can follow her because she's bringing through all these beautiful messages through her music downloading what needs to be heard now and uh what an amazing magical conversation this was thank you thank you for sharing thank you for having me yeah you're so welcome my love have a beautiful day everybody wherever you are from my heart to yours i love you see you soon